0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim.
1: Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have good neighbor Kylan Whitner. Now, Kylan is the general manager of Townsend Nissan. He's a fourth-generation member of the Townsend family. Um, Kylan, great to see you today. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me on.
1: Yeah, tell us about tell us about your business. Tell us about Townsend Nissan.
0: Yeah, so uh, the Townsend Auto Group has been in Tuscaloosa 51 years. Uh, my great grandfather, Charlie Townsend. Uh, the original dealer here for our group, the uh, current dealers Tommy Towns and my grandfather. Um, like uh, Patricia said, I'm fourth generation, so pretty much my entire family works here in the dealerships. Um, we've owned several different great manufacturers over the year, Ford, um, BMW, currently still owning Honda and Nissan, um, and there's family members that sit at both stores, so uh, we love the automotive industry as a family and obviously serving the Tuscaloosa community has been uh, just awesome for me and my family made so many great relationships over the years.
1: Well, obviously your family is immersed in the car business and has been for a long time, but you have to have had your own unique journey. How did you, how did you decide that you were going to step in those shoes and, and, and walk along this path?
0: Yeah, for sure. So obviously, you know, I want to venture out on your own at some point. A little background on myself. I uh, grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I ended up going to Syracuse University. I uh, did my undergrad and master's in accounting there, and I played football at Syracuse. Um, really enjoyed Syracuse University. A lot colder than the South, so I was ready to get out of the South when I finished up. Um, I actually started my career, uh, professional career in public accounting. I worked as a CPA for Ernst & Young, a large accounting firm in Nashville. Uh, worked there for about a year, um, had one of those rough days in tax season as a tax CPA. My grandfather called me on the right day and said, "Hey, I'm looking to you know bring you into the family business. What do you think about coming over and helping us out? And it was the right day to call me. So I uh, decided that after a couple more months, I'd leave um, the accounting firm. Um, rather than come straight into the family business, my grandfather's a very smart, calculated man. He had me go work for another large dealer group before coming to the family business. Um, I went and worked for the Greenway Automotive Group, a group out of Orlando, Florida, kind of cut my teeth in the business down there, Uh, learned the ins and outs of running dealerships on a large scale uh, from a more corporate organization, uh, was able to bring some of those processes and strategies um, here to our family-owned stores. Um, You know, just been great being here in Tuscaloosa, been in Tuscaloosa about two and a half years now, Um, just Still getting to know everybody in the community and uh, been been really nice just being here and having the family environment uh, at the store and in the community.
1: What an asset you must be. I mean, you brought this strong background in accounting, which is primary to every business. And then also um, your grandfather, so smart, right? He didn't just put a crown on your head and sit you down. He started you at the very bottom and and got you to learn the entire business. What a smart man he must be.
0: Oh, yeah. Extremely smart, extremely calculated. Um, I always tell people the funny story. When I was a little kid, I was probably seven or eight years old. And uh, he he eats at Waffle House most mornings. But he brought me to Waffle House. This is when we were living in Atlanta. He had his briefcase. I was a little kid. And we go sit down in the Waffle House booth. And he basically tells me, like, hey, um, you're going to go to college and be an accountant. And one day take over the family business. and I guess I just put the blinders on and never looked back. I love doing public accounting in college, but uh, he had a plan from when I was very young and I love what I do now. And I loved being an accounting major, but uh, he's much wiser than I am in his uh, calculated plans for sure.
1: Well, can you, um, let's switch gears just a little bit and talk about, uh, I'm, I'm sure in the, in the, in the auto business, there must be a lot of misconceptions. Can you share any of those with us?
0: Um, definitely. I mean, um, by no means am I uh do I believe that the negative stigma around the car business doesn't still kind of carry itself um into today. Now, um what I have to say about that is I think we've come a long way from some of the negative things that happened in the past, right? Um here at Townsend and I think in Tuscaloosa in general, right? We always like speaking positively about the other dealers. Uh, we all work very hard and um, have a great product to help our customers with. Our number one goal is to get people in safe, reliable transportation at something um, that's within their budget that they feel comfortable with. Um, you know, hundred percent understand that. Many years ago in the past, some negative things happened in our industry, but our job now is myself here at Townsend and the rest of my staff, and then at every other dealership up and down Skyland Boulevard and, and greater Tuscaloosa area. We're trying to change that narrative. Um, you know, dealerships are very involved in the community, giving back and helping out. And we want to be here to be a positive, transparent, um, just helpful organization that helps people. Um, a lot of times, achieve their dreams of, you know, buying a first car or um, make them, help them reach their goals, getting them transportation to and from work. Um, There's many different things and ways that we're able to be assets, but that starts with us being transparent and trustworthy in everything that we do.
1: Yeah, I think this is a new age of, I know for a fact, this is a new age of sales and the age of you know the the pushy salesman in any industry is is pretty much over, right? So sales has morphed to this um, this more collaborative way of you know knowing you've got a knowing you've got a good product and but knowing over that the needs of the customer that comes in front of you, you know, not putting them in a sports car if they need a van just to oversimplify it for sure. So really, to really know the customer that is in front of you Correct. And, uh, and that totally flies in the face of the you know the air quotes the used car salesman um yeah. uh paradigm yeah so to, t-
0: to touch ahead. on that and briefly for you um one thing uh myself and my staff try to stress to uh, all of our employees is you know people don't know or don't care how much you know until they know how much you care right so We're a family owned store and we've been in business in Tuscaloosa 51 years, right? Only way we get there is by creating great relationships um, with our customers and letting them know that they can trust us and that we do care, you know, about their needs, right? Like you said, the pushy used car salesman trying to do some trickery to get a deal. That doesn't work for us. That's not a good business model, right? That's never going to have any longevity um, like my family has had here in Tuscaloosa. So making sure that at the root of all things, we care about our customer. One deal, one car dealer is going to make or break our month. Um, you know, just trying to sell one car or uh, fix one thing in service. No, we need to do good work and be trustworthy and honest with our people.
1: What about this conception that people have? And they still have it. I mm-hmm. know I know someone who just, who, she just bought an automobile. Mm-hmm. And uh, she prepared herself for this hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. sort of bargaining thing. That it's going to be her against the salesperson. You know, she had to know, she had to know, you know, she had to do her research. She had to go in, she had to prepare herself, like honestly, just put on her armor and go in that that's not the way it is anymore. Is it?
0: No. Uh, What I'd say is, especially in the age of the internet, right? Every dealership within 200 miles of me basically has a chance at a customer's business. Right. So I've got to price myself accordingly in the market. Um, you know, everything's transparent and listed online about our pricing structure. Um, When a customer comes in, obviously, you know, we hit them with our best price up front. Um, Like you said, um, the days of the past have kind of still ingrained in people that they feel like the dealer's trying to get over on them and things like that. You know, there's not really very much margin and um, the way that the automobile industry is set up currently and what i have my sales do is you know help let's build value in this vehicle and be upfront and honest about our pricing structure if the vehicle and the deal works for the customer great if not no problem we'll move on and still have a good lasting relationship
1: excellent so i'm, I'm so glad to hear that what do you what do you do um when you're not i mean you've got a big job right you taking you're you're taking over the world there at towns and nissan but what do you do for fun when you're not working
0: yeah uh, people would probably catch me in the gym i go to the gym almost every morning uh i guess the football background in me i just uh it's kind of my my mindless space like you said i spend many many hours at the dealership i love this industry and what i do and the reach we're able to have here Uh, So I do spend a lot of my time at work, but I do also like to travel a little bit, um, going to ski, doing things outdoors. Those are kind of the things I enjoy uh, partaking in.
1: Yeah, love skiing. So what's your favorite place to go to ski?
0: Um, So I really only skied the East Coast for the first part of my life. But as I've gotten a little bit older and have a little bit more means to travel, uh, I went to Vail, Colorado last year. I really enjoyed Vail. Uh, It was very nice and the snow is so much different, right? I don't want to become a, a ski snot where I'm like, Oh, I only ski the west coast, but I don't know, I might get there pretty soon. Um, I think I'm going to Aspen here in February, so uh, just, just different parts of the west coast. Colorado is awesome, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, just the west coast, I will say the snow is definitely better.
1: Aspen's beautiful, you should better check better. out Jackson Hole.
0: Okay, okay, maybe I'll put that on the list.
1: Yeah, wonderful place to go. Hey, um. Can you describe, like, a, you know, have you come across something in your life, a hardship, a life challenge that has kind of made you a better person, kind of transformed you in a good way?
0: For sure. Um, I guess I'll speak to kind of a, a moment in time when I felt like my perspective on life was changed. So uh, my grandfather is a very generous man. Um, he's kind of instilled it in our family to be that way. So my parents did a great job when I was young, putting me in situations Uh, with many people from different backgrounds. Um, So when I was graduating high school, uh, I had some family friends, and they had two orphanages in Haiti, and we were going to go there and help provide some medical care and um, help reconstruct one of the orphanages. And so I'm signed up. I'm excited. Hey, we get to go there and help out, right? I get to go help these people. Well, when you go to a third-world country, right, you really cannot prepare yourself for – the things you'll see and um, the, the circumstances that these people are living in with still so much joy and happiness and gratefulness for their life, right? So I'm 17, 18-year-old kid, um, really never had any hardships that were too hard in my life, um, Been lived a very blessed life. And to go there and see some of these things that these people lived with, um, some of the challenges that they faced on a daily basis and they were still able to remain so positive and upbeat. And uh, many of them had you know, some religious background that they felt so strongly about. And it was just really encouraging. And I felt like, wow, I live such a blessed life, right? I would be remiss to not go back to my life and try to spread as much joy and happiness and positivity as I can and help as many people as I can. So um, I went there and then I actually went back on a second mission trip there. I get involved with where I really find my true happiness is getting involved with organizations to um help and give back to the community. And, you know, we all know that's the stuff that really matters in life.
1: Yeah, it is true. And there's a, you know, I don't know when listeners will be listening to this, but and and hopefully it will pass and we'll look at it as history. But this is an extraordinarily difficult time in um in 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 the life of the world. For sure. And people are walking around with this extra added weight of um, some really terrible things happening in the world. For sure. And it's my feeling. And I feel like it's your feeling too, that um, we now need to exist as lighthouses mm-hmm. that shine light on our local communities. And that that is the best and most powerful thing we can do right now. And so yeah. I love that, that, that gratitude yeah. and that um, that feeling that you have to give back, that that's a huge part of, who you are kylan um what's what is the one thing that you want to leave our listeners with about Townsend, uh, nissan
0: yeah uh let towns and nissan be your trusted place to come do business in the automotive industry i speak highly of all the other dealers here in tuscaloosa um, i know how hard they have to work um, to provide good products and service but um, always give us a shot at your business. You know, we'll provide you with that family environment um, that you can come and know, you know, this is not just a place where I'm going to do a transaction. No, we want to be your family in the car business and sell, not just you, but your kids, 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 vehicles. And hopefully my kids are the ones selling them vehicles because we've been here 51 years and we plan to be here a lot longer than that. So um, just appreciate the Tuscaloosa community and everything that all the business they've given uh, my family throughout the years and we'll continue to provide great service for them.
1: Yeah. Y'all, if you're looking for a car, give Townsend Nissan a shot. Um, You know, a guy in the car business, how can listeners learn more about um, Townsend Nissan? How can they contact you?
0: For sure. You can go on townsendnissan.com or you can stop on by. We're at 2620 Skyland Boulevard East, Tuscaloosa. Um, I'll leave my personal cell on here. My personal cell is 404-731-9334. Any question, comment, concern, anything I can ever help with. My phone's always on. Happy to help anytime I can.
1: Yeah. Kylan, nicest guy you'll ever want to meet y'all. Um, Kylan, it was great to have you here. Thank you for stopping by the studio.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to the good neighbor podcast, Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gmpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.